It's a long way down, living six feet off the ground. But no matter how much I slouch, I know I'll never blend in with the crowd. It's a long yeah. way down. You don't have to remind us every far, far like every ten pages, yeah, what yeah, this yeah. thing is. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, welcome to Tall Talk. Yeah, I'm your host, Will, 6'2". And I'm Connor, 6'4". This is the show for tall people by tall people about tall people things. Uh, and Connor, I, my yeah, wife, Con- Connor's got a question for us today. Yeah, His question, he, he's got a question that comes to us. Uh, my, my wife, when she goes to networking events. His wife, the producer. Yes. Ma- mentioned many times on this yes. podcast. In, in LA, she has a networking question that she uses to get like the ball rolling, to get a conversation going with people she's just met. Um, These kinds of uh, pre-built questions are why she's such a good producer and yes. networker. Yes. Uh, Everything is a form that she can manipulate in a good way. Connor included. Yes. Um, so, what is your favorite horror movie? And I want you to think about it in three different categories. Number one is your comfort horror movie. The one you can watch over and over again. And it's always fun. It's always scary. Then number two is... The horror movie that you recommend to the most people. This should usually is a movie that a horror fan recommends to someone who's dabbling in horror or someone who's like, okay. "I don't know okay. what to watch." Yeah, but yeah it's yeah. Halloween season. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Spooky. Um, and also remember that if you recommend this movie to people, they're gonna think about you while watching it. Yeah. So you want to think of something that's associated with you in a good way. Hopefully. Yeah. All right. And then the last one is your guilty pleasure movie. The movie people roll their Ooh. eyes at when you say it, but you don't really care because you love it. Oh. Not like Serbian film. No, I, I, I got gotcha, you. Like, I got gotcha. you. Lex's answer is the Evil Dead remake. The Evil Dead remake. And then she showed it to me. It's actually a really good movie. It's not what people wanted out of an Evil Dead remake, right. yeah, but it's enough. a good movie. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I get on board with that. Uh, okay, so how do you want to do this? Do you want do you want uh, you want to each do the same category and sure. then and okay, so why don't why don't uh, let's see what's the first one? The first one's your favorite horror movie? Yeah, your comfort horror movie. Comfort horror movie. Okay, so like, like, okay, 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 okay. Sh- short line the 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 or yeah, bullet point the um the categories again. It's okay. comfort comfort horror movie. Uh, the one I'll, you recommend. The one you recommend and your guilty pleasure. What is the difference between comfort horror movie and guilty pleasure horror movie? I would say that in her case, she doesn't watch The Evil Dead every year, but she likes The Evil Dead, and I'll know she knows a lot of people don't. This sounds like a question somebody who doesn't like TV changing would come up with. But all right, sure, cool, I'm on it. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's let's do um, comfort. Comfort. Yeah. All right. Uh, Comfort's usually the wait, easiest wait, for okay, people okay, to answer. I'm sorry. There's, there's comfort and there's... Recommendation. Comfort, recommendation. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Uh, but honestly, usually comfort movies are actually good movies. Usually. I know that there's some people out there who like the trash all yeah, the time. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, I, like, you know, I, I think I'm well in line with, with your wife on this one. But, like, I think for comfort, I have to go Army of Darkness. Okay. Because... I, uh, I'm I'm a man who loves a little a little genre mashing, and uh, that's that's 
a lot of great horror in that movie, but there's also a lot of comedy horror and a lot of like fun miniatures work and a lot of like action. Yeah. And like uh, I, I, that movie for, simultaneously has uh, one of the most horrific body horror things of a person growing out of a person. And in that's the end of a scene that starts with slapstick, literal Three Stooges level of slapstick. Yeah, with himself. Yeah, yeah, with little little versions of himself. Yeah, no, it's it's like it's got incredible body horror and the stone cold greatest comedy line in any horror ever, which is, "Klatu veratu." But the uh, and and that'll make sense if you see it. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Which uh, but which version do you like? Have you seen? I have you seen both. I have. I don't know that. Like, I mean, I'm not sure that I can. I'll say as a fan, I like the extended because give me a little extra. That's all I'm looking for. Now I'm not. I, I don't know that I'm even capable of qualifying whether the extended or the, or the theatrical is the better movie because, I, like, like I, I just like, love Bruce Campbell so much. That's fair. So much. Like I'm one of the ten people who watched Ash versus like the the Evil Dead on Stars. I watched it. Yeah? yeah, did you? Not season three. Oh, season three is when it got good. Like I like, think the other two seasons. Well, the first two seasons, the first two seasons are good, but like, but but then like season three, it just gets crazy. Like like crazy. Like like it ends with Ash driving a tank down a street, yelling at a giant kaiju, like, "Hey, you big bag of dicks! <laughs> There's only enough room in this town for one of us assholes." It's amazing. Um, but I, I digress. I, which what is your comfort movie? My comfort horror movie is probably going to be... Now, I will say, Army of Darkness, that is the first Evil Dead movie that I ever watched. It's up there. Like my, I, I my, get it. I took dad, a good one. My dad showed it to me because he, I think he knew that I could handle that one because I, I watched Three Stooges, and there are some like direct rips. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think he knew I could handle like the scariness. Uh, and I will say, I got to go with the theatrical run because, A, I like the ending better. Okay, reasonable. And, and B... For some reason, they changed the line after Bad Ash gets shot in the face with a shotgun. Okay. I don't know why. Um, and the line that he says in the theatrical one is so much better. I, I don't even remember what it was in the in the extended, but in the original, it's, he gets blasted in the face after he goes, I'm Bad Ash. You're Good Ash. Needle Good Two Shoes. Then he gets his face blown off. And then Alive Ash goes, Good, Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. That's such a better example of Bruce Campbell's character, Ash, in yeah. those movies. Than I think he just says some like quippy like in the in the extended. Yeah, is the extended the one where that where it ends with him back in the store, or do they both end with him back in the store? No, the extended ends with him having slept for too long. And yes, the there we go. There we go. There we go. That's right. That's right. Okay. You know what? I'm revising my previous answer. I like the theatrical ending better, but again, I'll, I'll take all the Bruce Campbell overacting in the world that I can no. get. Um, but to answer the question of which is my comfort movie, I'm going to go with Cabin in the Woods. Ooh, ooh, a very strong pick indeed. Yeah. It. Why? Yeah. Um, I saw that movie on my couch with my best friend at the time begging me to watch it. And I had no idea what it was. I remember seeing trailers for it while I was in college. And like, I just, I was like, whatever. It looks like a dumb horror movie. And I'm not about that right now. Yeah. And then he was like, you have to watch it. And I think I had just watched the Avengers or something. And so Joss Whedon's name being attached okay. made me go, okay. 
That's interesting. That's it. So that's how you came to to that that vein of nerddom. Yeah. Was was via Avengers. Yeah. That's interesting. God, I'm so much older than you. Yeah. Yeah. I also I I, I had tried Buffy and I don't like it. Okay. Reasonable. So, so. I would uh if you haven't ever given it a shot, I find Angel to be the superior show. And yes, I'll go to the mat on that one. Fuck you. No, no. Buffy Buffy's a good show that outstrips his ambitions by four seasons. Angel knows exactly what it is and fucking refines it for five seasons. Barring uh, a whole lot of dicking around with Charisma Carpenter's career, which I think we've just found out yeah. why that was all going on, which makes a lot more sense why they did Cordelia so dirty in the later seasons. If I'm nothing but a conduit for my wife, she would agree with you. Yeah. I always like that, Lex. Even, <laughs> if she, even if she doesn't like TV changing. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, Cordelia should have been around forever. It was ridiculous that, that they that yeah. they took her away. You know, just I I remember sitting my my be- my friend who showed me the movie fell asleep on my couch, and I just sat there. I was leaning forward the whole time, and I was just like, "This is incredible." Yeah, this is something I've never seen. Such a take on the genre like that. It it was yeah, like I it drew. What's Drew Goddard? Drew Goddard. Yeah. Okay. So Drew Goddard. He's the real mind behind that. He he is among the best mythology guys in the business, uh, as far as I'm concerned. And um, and so I had a pretty good idea walking in that there was more going on. Um, I had a chance to uh, meet Bradley Whitford. Oh. Uh, at, at one point. That's awesome. And um, I. I he he knew he saw that me and my wife wanted to talk to me and he came over and be like hey how's it going guys and i was like and we were just like hey we're really big fans and he was like oh and let me guess like he like he was like looking at both of us trying to guess like what and i was like actually the first thing i i saw you in some of the west wing uh love, but, jo- love josh and jo- west wing yeah great great character um we my professor does a class on the episode where he realizes he has ptsd about how okay. that's an amazing episode, like one of yeah. the per- perfect episodes of like syndicated television. Yeah. Um, but I was like, actually, Cabin in the Woods. And he was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And he said the, the main reason that he did that. Took the job, took yeah. Took the job is because he wanted to work with the other actor. Oh, Richard, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, God. Uh, we should know his name. Yeah. He's very good. Yeah. Um, but no, that like that makes the, the the dad from Six Feet Under. But yeah, yeah like like that's uh, that makes a lot of sense because, like, because that that play well, for, he, he did is, he did he spoke a lot about the script and how he loved it. And th- but then once once he found out that he was the other actor was attached, he was like, I had to. That's the thing. I is had like to. is like, yeah, like that. That's his contribution for that movie. That's the character he could. I mean, it's like he brings it so perfectly in that movie too. It's um, also like, um, are, what are you saying? Oh no, that, I was like, yeah, that. I mean, I, I, I took my uh, my girlfriend in college to that movie. Um, she was a rocket scientist, and she liked horror. She liked horror a lot more than I liked horror, but this was not really her thing. Um, but like, I just remember when the elevator dings and all the creatures rush out at the same time. I like, there's only one movie, one horror film that I've laughed harder at, um, and we'll get there in a second. But that's uh, what I'm gonna say, actually. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, my segue was gonna be maybe one of the other choices you have is her kind of horror. Oh yes. Um. Well, maybe we'll see. Okay. So we're, what are we doing next? The movie you recommend to most people. Okay. Well, that's not the one I've laughed the most at, but um, this is true. This is the one I recommend the most to people because I'm a son of a bitch, and that's Event Horizon, mentioned earlier in this podcast as Cosmic Horror. Have you ever seen Event Horizon? No, no. I have. Okay. Because Event Horizon, it's almost impossible to truly walk into it knowing what 
like like prepared for it because it just doesn't feel like it can possibly be what it actually is. But the point is, like, br- briefly, a uh, a starship. We're we're in the future. We're in sci-fi. In, in the future, starships have been invented. There was a starship that had hyperdrive invented. It, it went, but the first time they tested it, it vanished and never returned. And now all of a sudden, it's just reappeared outside near Pluto. And so there's only like some research vessel that's nearby that can go check it out. Not military. No, no, it's, a, it's, a full, like it's a full rescue. Oh, is it? It's a full rescue. Oh, it's a full rescue. Okay, whatever. So uh, Connor clearly knows more details than I do about all the movies that I love. But uh, no, the, I just have a, I don't remember personal details about my life, but if I watch a movie yeah, once, I go. can pretty much gra- tell you exactly what happened. I, I used to have that. Give it, give it another, give it another five years. Oh, I know. But uh, I, I used to be able to start worrying of, about taxes. <laughs> I used to be able to think of any actor right away, and obviously we we're both losing that. Oh, dude! Like, well, well, part of it's like there's just more of them, and they're sure. and they're all younger than us now, and it feels it feels wrong to learn the name of people younger yeah, than you because I they are find not out important that yet. Someone is 23 and is hot and in a show. I'm like, shut up. Yeah, it's really annoying. I just I just don't like that they're more accomplished than me. I, I don't I don't judge them on their physical appearance because yeah, I'm not a monster. You are twenty three, and I hate you and God. admire you so much for your career. She's a movie star, though. You I can know. just t- you can just tell. I know. It, I remember. I, I it uh, annoys me because she is so talented. Anyway, another ex of mine and I went and saw the Edge of Seventeen. Okay, Connor. I think it's called The Edge of Seventeen. No, there's a movie. Edge and Seventeen are in the. T- okay, so I'm pretty sure this is the right title. Edge of okay. Seventeen okay. is I'm pretty a sure movie. this is the right title. Uh, I think she's the girl in that, and I remember she was in like high school or something like that. And I was, I remember being like, "Holy shit, this girl is going to be huge because she's fucking great." She in was that already, movie. In. and I don't even care about that movie. And I was like, "I'm invested in it." She was already in True Grit at that point. Everyone knew she was a big deal. All right. Well, look, I didn't. I didn't see True Grit. Uh, There's your first go, right there. Uh, go. Anyway, let's stop, talk about stop calling, stop calling up my ass and building condos. Yeah, Event Horizon, amazing movie. It starts off as like sort of a sort of. It feels a little bit like maybe it's going to be Alien. No, no, no. It's basically uh, the Mountains of Madness uh, or, or, the, or, the, or the Dunwich Horror. Blood orgy. Yeah. Apparently, way more of that footage from the. Okay, yeah. There's way more footage from the uh, blood orgy that Connor's shouting about over there. Uh, that was left somewhere on the cutting room floor uh, and unfortunately can never be recovered. They tried to recover it, and apparently it's not available anymore. It was but damaged. I, the I, only version, copy of it was damaged only, somewhere. I don't remember how. I just remember reading that it was damaged. Knows more. Connor knows more details about uh, the real-world conditions of my favorite films as well. Look, all I want to say about this movie is the guy from Jurassic Park. Um, Samuel. Samuel. What was it? Sam yeah. Neill. Sam Neill. Um mind-blowing i don't think i'd ever seen him in anything other than this maybe like yeah like uh, other than jurassic park before this that's a really good way to watch this movie i'm just saying <laughs> like like having having the having the kindly doctor from jurassic park in your brain while watching this movie great way to do it lawrence fishburne fucking slays it but lawrence the b- fishburne has the best react once everybody like yeah. once you once he sees the blood orgy yeah. And like sees like the the footage of that existing, and he, he does the most sane thing in a horror movie anyone has ever done. He goes, "We're leaving yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. gonna blow this spaceship up from like no, a no, million no, no, feet no, 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 away. No. We have to go right now." The and line, everyone just goes, "Okay." The line is even better. It's something to the effect <laughs> of, "He's like, we're go. He's like, we're out. We're moving out." And like Sam Neill's like. We can't just leave. He's like, I have no intention of leaving, Doctor. We are going to get a safe distance away, and I am going to fire every fucking missile on our ship until this ship no longer exists. <laughs> and it's like, it's, he says it much cooler, and he says it in Lawrence Fishburne's voice, and so just imagine that for me. But, yeah. but, but, but understand how perfect 
a reaction that is to finding a haunted spaceship because that's if you want cosmic horror cosmic horror there is no better movie that is the end of my summation. Yeah. It's also yeah. it also legit scares everybody. No, everybody who is. watches that, even if they're like, "Oh, I'm, I'm a big horror fan," more than a few people have like kind of diluted. It's diluted a few friendships for me. Mm-hmm. Now it's interesting because my choice for one that I recommend to the most people is probably a classic. It is Halloween. Fair. And I do it for two reasons. Very fair. One, I know that gore is one of the big reasons why a lot of people don't like horror. Yeah, don't watch Event Horizon then. Yeah. Uh, and I also, I do, I pick something that I want. You know what? Do watch Event Horizon. Man, just like grow up. Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. But my, my, my recommendation is, especially because Lex, a lot of the people who ask her for recommendations on movies don't like horror. Like at all. But they know that she does, and so she basically has like tailored her choices. Okay, she's it, she's got a list for like junior level, varsity level. Like yeah. she knows what she she knows who she's talking to. Yeah, and so I I always go with, hey, what's a horror movie that I should watch if I don't watch a lot of movies in general? I'm gonna go with Halloween because it's the first one <laughs> like that. Yeah, no, it it, it like strong pick. And, uh, I mean, I'll say, like, I, I, I watched the original not too long ago, like a year or two ago, and for the first time in quite a while, and was struck by how, I mean, it's like, duh, but, like, the quality of the filmmaking. I mean, it's just, like, that's what that movie is, is the quality of the filmmaking. There's and some I, really good long yeah. takes in that. And I should say, like, I, for a very long time, I really didn't care much for horror, for horror films at all. Uh, it was uh, actually more than, uh, my sister and more than a couple of girlfriends who really pushed me on that because I don't know it was important to them but uh but it it was through them that I sort of started to understand what horror is because I think coming at it from a writing perspective it's often a little unsatisfying because horror it's it's just hard hard to to put but like people don't but people also don't learn lessons in horror really like 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 I'm, I'm not saying like everything should be about learning a lesson but I'm saying like most movies Ha- most, most, most stories, arcs most in stories. movies are yeah. will they live yeah most stories are you, you set up themes you set up emotion like you pay these things off and that sort of thing but in horror it is almost necessary to have a bunch of different routes that go nowhere to keep things uncertain and, and frankly I think that makes it a lot more re- like real life which is part of why horror is so good but it's like once you realize that horror is it's essentially like the sestina of, of film. It's like, it's like, like Sestine is a kind of poem you, 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 with like six stanzas that are each six lines that every, every line ends in one of six words. Like the same six words are used to end all, all six verses, but mm-hmm. they can be in different orders, but those are the rules. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, that's a, those are pretty laborious rules, but the art is figuring out how you write that, mm-hmm. like how you write within that. And horror, I think it has a lot of similarities to that because there are certain markers that you're going to hit. And obviously this is painting hard with a very broad brush, but I'm saying like in general, there are, there are a few different flavors of horror teens in the woods, uh, you know, like, like, like creature hunting people like that sort of, that sort of thing. Um, and we've seen them all, we've seen them all a hundred times. And so the entire art of it exists in, in doing it. And I think that's why James Wan has, has fucking taken the world by storm recently, because like that man is doing stuff with horror 
direction that is more fun. Uh, it's more fun than a lot of people. Um, although I do, I, I will say I like, I like the, I like the, the deep cuts, like the Ty Wests of the world too. I'm trying to think what Ty, Ty West has got X coming out, but I haven't seen that. Yeah, no, he did, uh, he did, um, the house of the devil, house of the devil and the innkeepers, uh, and the sacrament, which were all really interesting. Like, like it's, it's hard to, he makes hard to describe movies, but, um, I got they're all interesting. I think that there's an int- I like I get why people like hereditary. Mm-hmm. But I think that the direction that I want horror to go in is more malignant. I haven't seen malignant. I'm sorry, man. But I will say Hered- oh, that's James Wan. Oh, I got okay, I gotta see. I gotta see it. I gotta see. It. Oh, look, man, I've been watching a lot of his conjurings and his uh his insidiouses and such. Yeah. Like uh, uh No, I gotta see malignant. Malignant is what if James Wan made a cheesy 1970s oh no okay okay i've heard of this i've got it's on my list i gotta see it the acting is over the top on purpose um and he uses there's action in it that's directed like it's from aquaman nice like there's there's a full-on one take action sequence in a police station where the killer the monster thing murders everyone yeah, and it's this one flipping big, like the big, big fan of the recent push of uh, of like uh, of like giant cop massacres. That seems to be a recurring thing in recent films. But yeah. continue. I and then uh, it just ends in such a like a it's like I mean here's what I'll say. James James Wan is a director. Yeah. He is a director first, and you can feel it. Like like I'm not, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think particularly in horror. I think I know. But, I think he knew. He was like, we get in, we get out, we tell yeah. the story, and we just, yeah, yeah. We just we, That's what I'm saying. Like nobody learns anything. It's just it's about and, the filmmaking. Honestly, and, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which, which? The, the original? Okay, yeah, yeah. Ends with her just sitting on that truck, pulling away. Yeah. Survived. 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 Same feeling at yeah. the end of this one of just like you don't know if she's yeah. gonna be okay horror is an experience you horror just, is an it, experience it's, just, it, it's like it's just over yeah 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 survived survived no that's that's okay alright I gotta I gotta see Malignant but I, I, and I will say like Hereditary is a fucking terrifying movie and it's really good um, but I will also say it does kind of feel like it pushed that style of horror just about as far as it can go like yeah. like any more than that would start to feel parodic it yeah. feels like yeah i think the the closest you'll ever get in that similar vein is annihilation and that's already been done oh i didn't even know i i, I didn't even consider annihilation a horror film that might have changed some of my things but but no i don't think that it is i think i think it's more sci-fi than horror. yeah you, it, although you could put it up with cosmic horror but I'd, I'd say that it's a cosmic horror i think event horizon still wins by a hair for it me. does yeah it does yeah. um honestly i uh i like to describe the Feywild in a very annihilation. Yeah. That, I mean, that, no, that's, that's like, I think that's why you and I are both attracted to this kind of thing is because like, there is that, there's a lot of overlap and it's like the world that is wild without, I mean, there's also like, there's like, without reason. Yeah. I mean, and, and things like, I can't forget if it's Hegelian or non Hegelian, like I've started to realize this is all connected to like a, uh, uh, there's a thing called the non Hegelian or Hegelian. I'm one or the other. Uh, universe that is essentially it's a stand-in for a lot of these things i mean it, it, but but it is a real thing that like math or, or it is a real theoretical 
it's sort of like pi, the imaginary number. Is, and, and I'm not smart enough to fully understand this, but well, it is... Imaginary numbers in pi are different, but... Well, okay, right, right, right. Well, I'm saying like it's like it is like real in the same way that um, that like uh, like a like a five dimen- you know five dimensions are real. Like like they like we, to the best of our understanding, we can maybe perceive the very edges of things. All these rules work. Yeah, if we understand certain things, which we don't know if we fully and, do. Yeah, and so like the non the non Hegelian, I guess, is about um, a, a realm of essentially pure math. Almost. I mean, Neil Stephenson gets into it a bunch too in this book I'm reading. I don't know if I'm just starting to see it everywhere or if it's always been there and I'm just noticing now. Anyways. Have you seen the movie Pie? Because you're starting to sound like that. No, I haven't. But that's one of the few Aronofsky ones I have not seen, and I really should. I'm just like I'm. I'm kind of like Aronofsky's already as as a as a major multi million dollar filmmaker, one of my favorite filmmakers, but also still such a fucking art kid that having gone to film school, I'm not sure I can sit through his actual film art kid film project, but. That was one of the better so, ones. Yeah. Okay. Because it's about something that it feels like he would. No, I know. I I, 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 I think I saw a segment of it in, in film anyway. school. But yeah. But the point is, you yeah. Let, last, let's let's get on to our last one. Last category. Yeah, yeah. Me, me first or you? You first. You've been okay. going first the whole time. Well, it is. It is. I am. Uh, I guess you should have tall precedence, but it, but it is my recording equipment. So yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so this is our. Not comfort. This guilty was pleasure. guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Perfect. Uh, a lot of people have seen the film Ready or Not um, and think that it's a lot of fun. They're wrong. They're wrong. It's a trash movie because the real good movie is Your Next, which came before mm-hmm. and is much meaner and is much more brutal and is much more fun. Like, uh, like uh, Ready or Not is a lot of like joking around. There's no joking around in Your Next, except I was laughing almost the entire time I watched it. It is... That it, has one of the best lines. That that, that movie has one of the best like like pair of lines of like do me next to the the body <laughs> your dead mom's body and do he just goes next to why dead. would you say that? Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. And it's just it is like it is a movie that I watched for the first 10 minutes and I was like I don't understand why the fuck they made this movie. I hate I hate literally everybody who's appeared on screen. Like I'm rooting for nobody. And then at about 20 minutes in, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, I understand what they're doing now. And, uh, and uh, just as a uh, uh, brief little throwback or, or callback here, the first to die in that movie, Ty West, the director, in, a, ca- in the- a cameo. He's he's the he's the boyfriend. He's the director. Yeah, he's the douchey director boyfriend with the scarf who gets arrowed in the eye almost immediately. Oh. Yeah. But like... Uh, it, the movie is great horror. It's really, really good practical horror too. Like, like all of it is stuff. It's like it's booby trap horror and that kind of stuff. And oh just yeah, sort it's of just killers. Brutality. There's, there's nothing supernatural. Yeah, it's real brutality to it. That, that sort of. That, that, but but in a fun way. And it's all like rich people, so you don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, also rich, annoying people. Rich, awful people. Like the kind of people where, like, for the first ten minutes, again, you're like, does the script know how? Stupid! These people are like the like the, the script is. Does the screener who know wrote the script care about yeah. people? Yeah, like who 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 wrote the script? Somebody who is in this class or someone observing this class? Um, and it is oh my god! It, there are there's a number of wonderful sets of of wonderful set pieces. There is a wonderful tension the entire time. Everyone's a piece of shit in delightful ways, like specific pieces of shit, which is delightful. They're not like generic pieces of shit, like ready or not. They are specific awful pieces of shit, and. There is an entire segment where the older brother, who is a total cunt, has an arrow sticking out of his back and is still managing to be a prick to his younger siblings. And it is some of the best comedy I've ever seen in my life. 
Yeah. It's Here's the thing. I don't think that that should be considered guilty because I think it's just a good movie. I, like, I, I, it's I, cheaply yeah. made, and some of some of so the cheap. some of the so directing good. choices aren't great. But I honestly think it's just because he didn't have time yeah. or the resources to do it any better. Yeah, which is there's uh, passion in that movie. Yeah, yeah. No, this is something he wanted to make, and he did, and and it's great, and it's, it's great, great. Yeah. Um, All right, what's yours? My guilty pleasure. I'm gonna have to. Connor's now thinking about it because I, he did not come prepared to the podcast. I didn't have. Honestly, I forgot we were gonna do me as well. I was just gonna do yours and talk about them, and shit on them. And I mean, if we want to, if we want to make this a podcast, and Will talks about himself. Um, I, uh, okay, so I'm gonna. I'm already paying off for the therapy. Top of my head. Also, I've answered this question like four different times in four different networking events, and I've come up with a different answer each time. You gotta keep it. You gotta keep it fun and light for yourself. That's the thing. Like Lex likes to tell the same story the same way each time, uh, so that she can perfect it. And I'm like, if I say the same thing twice, I'm gonna be so that's, bored of myself. That's why she's a good producer. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I'm the uh, less successful writer. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you, man. I cannot. I, I, I can't even. I can't imagine. Like it just feels inauthentic. Yeah. But, yeah, but go ahead. Um, in the moment, what I can think of right now. I'm going to have to say... I'm not going to hold you to it. I'm going to hold him to it. Uh, I'm stuck between two right now. Um, one of them is VHS, the original. Ty West, also a contributor. Yes. Um, Adam Wingard, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, right, right, right. I probably wasn't paying as much attention to him early on. Yeah. Um, but... Honestly, I only like certain parts of the first one. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it, a, it's a hard one to recommend it as a whole. That's the whole point. And uh, so, what's the other one? The other one, and now I'm blanking on the title. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna stick with VHS. Who okay. Cares? Okay. Um, All right. It's not about me. Connor abandoning abandoning his other option. Uh, you really can't remember anything about the movie that you were gonna pick. I, I'm just kind of amazed by this. I. You know what? It was something I was like. The real what it was is like there's VHS and there's something else I was thinking of. What else was I thinking of? I don't know. Yeah. Like I knew I, I knew there was another thing. Your next event horizon, yeah. Army of Darkness, nothing. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. No, no. It was actually, you know what? I don't I'll, no. I'll I'll go I'll go back to my first love. My first love, zombie movies. <gasps> we haven't had one yet. Thank God. Okay. Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Oh, after all the shit we've thrown at Zack Snyder on this podcast, we have like, I, there's at least two segments of me going off on, well, okay, but, but to be fair, there's a reason Zack Snyder has a career, and that reason is Dawn of the Dead. First movie he ever directed. Great fucking movie. Great fucking movie. No, like, like, looking, looking with the, um, the benefit of hindsight, like looking into the past, now it's a little harder to watch for me because I'm like everything that I hate about him is here. It's just tamped down Do you know in, why? in ways that work well. Do you know why? It's he didn't down? write the script, right? Do you know who wrote the script? Who wrote the script? James Gunn. No fucking James Gunn. Okay, so that explains everything. <laughs> I mean, like because because that that man's made a career out of like taking ridiculous genre and filling it with heart and like um, yeah. Talk about your movie. You're t- don't, I, don't, I don't need to talk uh, about your movie. So, uh, way back, 13 to 15-year-old Connor loved zombies. He loved zombies. This is back when he was only like 5'11", 6 foot. Yeah. Um, I remember my dad showing me, accidentally showing me Night of the Living Dead. Um, and going, oh, this is an old horror movie. 
and I'm like, oh, is it like middle of the day, mm-hmm. bright, uh, si- oh, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, summer, so super bright out. And I even like, and I remember just going, oh, it's kind of like the black and white yeah. made me think it was creepy. Yeah. Um, and there's, and there's like, there, there really is, there's something like Jungian about like old horror films, like before CG gets to be a real thing, because it, it is like, and here's why it's too knowable. It's too like, ugh, it's unknowable. He said, I don't think anyone else dies, so we should be fine, and it's not that creepy. Not three minutes later, the truck scene happens Oof. where they blow up, and then the feeding scene. Oh dear! Eight year old Connor watched like a bunch of actors. Had your father ever seen this movie before? <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so he went. Like the the intestine pulling scene happens. Like like two yeah, actors yeah. are pretending to eat like pig intestines made to be human. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I I found out later that yeah, was, you look, you pig. looked this up. You were like, tell me everything about how um, this was made so yeah. that I can uh, rest easy. Yeah, <laughs> so I can like get the get this out of my brain. Um, it turns out it was pig. And then he went, huh, whoops, and changed the channel. <laughs> that's like, okay, but that's that's kind of awful, though, because, like, I like like uh, my my damage from childhood is, like, my mom used to be very into, like, letting me watch, like, fucking 15 minutes or 20 minutes of television a day, which, the way television is done, means you never get to watch a full anything. Yeah. So I had the first two acts of, like, 100 Are You Afraid of, my dar- uh, of the Darks in my head for the last... 30 fucking years. I finally sat down like five years ago and, and just watched a bunch of them. So I was like, so I can stop having these unclosed loops in my head that are giving me anxiety. Like, like what the fuck happened to the clown who came out of the fucking like microwave? Like what don't, happened to the guy? Don't most a, of those stories end like the bad way? Even if they do, I would like to know that they do. Cause it's like, uh, okay. it was in, in awesome, anyway, my I'm father a big subscribes yeah. to the yeah. philosophy of everything is PG. It all depends on who your parents are. I mean that's a that's a reasonable philosophy. I uh, I I, 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 also, I will say when it comes to stuff like like look, my my mom showed us American or, or uh, American History X. No, no, my, my my mom rented Animal House for me and my baby sister when I was like eleven because she was like I don't remember anything bad happening in this. And honestly, I feel like that's fine. Night Night, Night of Living Dead, like because like, what happens in Animal House? Some like like people keep trying to check out chicks. This is life, but like, but like, um, you zombies though. That's the kind of shit that can like, I feel like that could get in your subconscious and live it there did. rent free. I still to this day. I I there's still something fascinating about the zombie genre. Every dream I can remember is a zombie is a zombie. There I had a, a lot of zombie nightmares. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no Dawn of the Dead, Zack Schneider. I do have to leave soon. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, is. A good remake, mm-hmm. first of all. Uh, uh, I th- I w- it's not a great movie. I'll say that. It is It is exactly what you want that movie to be. Yeah. That's what it is. It is like you go to that movie expecting a certain thing, and you get exactly that delivered perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it, uh, practical effects, amazing. Um, Truth. Some weird character choices. That zombie movie, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, it it ha- it does have a very it is a very distinctly late nineties early two thousands group of characters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's the black cop. There's the pregnant bla- lady. There's the pregnant lady. There's the black criminal who have has a conversation with a black cop about yeah, the fact about that, the fact that they yeah. that they're both on both sides and they're both the black people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a. I just it was it was entertaining to a teenager, 
And no, I mean, it really, it is. It's like, go, it's, it's purely going, perfect. I, I the scene going. where they're like shooting celebrity, like celebrity lookalike zombies. That's like, th- this is, this is the scene we wanted out of a zombie movie. Also found out every single zombie missing a limb is an actual amputee. Progressive. Yeah. Already, already uh, representation in, uh, in our zombie films. Yeah. Long before uh, Walking Dead. I will also say this, like even 15 year old Connor watching this one, how are they so good at shooting headshots? Oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember that too. But like, but like, what? What you want to watch them like a zombie movie? A bunch of people missing all their shots? Like that's not as much fun. I mean, you you show me a bunch of zombies getting like the actual shit ripped out of them, and then they keep keep coming. Well, that's that's that costs real money. That's true. Actually, that's um. Since we're on the subject of zombie movies, uh, World War Z, fine zombie movie, not great adaptation of the yeah. source material. Yeah. Um, the book is this book is so much pretty choice, better. yeah. And I would a love for it to be a miniseries because it really should TV be. absolutely should do that now. It it does kind of blow the mind that HBO hasn't been like, what are we doing, guys? Yeah. <laughs> what we're, are we doing? We're doing the Last of Us like before like, this. like what like 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 who are we again? Oh right, we're HBO. Like, but the just speaking of of zombies getting the shit ripped out of them and then they keep walking, mm-hmm. the Yorktown battle yeah exactly that of yeah. just a whole bunch of people trained to shoot center mass su- suddenly being asked to ta- make headshots it is that it is yeah it's that kind of detail that makes that story so fucking good yeah. because it's yeah, like 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 yeah you, nobody trains to shoot Not for the head town. yonkers yonkers the battle of yonkers yeah yeah, yeah. Um, narrated by mark hamill in the uh, audiobook or, or actually or alan alda or somebody else i don't remember i, re- I listened of, to the audiobook uh, each each character was uh, a different person. Yeah, I can't. Remember, I can't remember if that was. I think that was Alan Alda. Maybe. Yeah. Martin Scorsese does a character. That's cool. But like, I, but like Martin Scorsese, like you know, he he makes genre movies. Like, I just kind of love the idea of Alan Alda sitting down and reading a script about about the zombie war that he was in. Like that, just that image of him sitting there and like sort of making faces every once in a while really, really, really pleases me. Yeah, so uh, Dawn of the Dead, that's my answer. That's my, so what do we have for... Okay, to sum up. Okay, for me, it was... Uh, Army of Darkness. It was Army of Darkness. For your comfort. Yeah, yeah. Then Event Horizon, and then you're next. And for you, it was... Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Halloween. Excellent pick. Excellent pick. And Dawn of the Dead. Excellent Remake. pick. 2004. Damn, we have really good taste, bro. Yeah. Yeah, between us, I feel like we're just across the board i feel like we hit a good a good mix of campy and sincere horror yeah cultured 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 men of tastes that 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 transcend all boundaries and uh we hadn't what's the most recent thing we picked is it probably your next or because you had halloween it's either it's either going to be your next next. or Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods is way before you, because I saw both of those in theaters. Okay. And and I was about ten years older for uh, oh, okay. for your next. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've lived a long life, Connor. I'm I basically Methuselah. Yeah. Do what? I, I said I have two, but well, that's the thing. Like people don't understand that when you're when you are like the like the, the taller you are, the thinner the air is, so the long like the longer every day feels. It's right. Because you're having true. to put more effort in. Yeah. 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 Also, the longer every movie feels because you're sitting in a seat not designed for your back. Yeah, yeah. The tyranny of the five eight pops up again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's like uh, a good thing to understand. The, like, like in the say, like you know, it's it's like traveling at hyperspace. It's like you, um, time moves differently up here, 
and uh, and that's that's something I don't think is talked about nearly enough. Yeah. Have an experience of blood orgy. Well, got something to look forward to. Yeah, I do. All right, this has been Tall Talk. I'm your host, Will, 6'2". And I'm Connor, 6'4". And that's how the weather is up here.